does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. We're so glad you are with us and uh, so glad to be on the air. Coming up, we got a lot of football to talk about, and we're so glad you're here. The man you're going to listen to every 15 minutes with all the scores is the star of our show. It's Network Indiana's Parker Webster. Thank you, Coach. Here we are, top of the hour at 10 o'clock. We check in with our 93.5 and 107.5 game of the week. We hear from our friend Eddie Garrison as Hamilton Southeastern, the Royals up on the Carroll Chargers, 28-8 to 28-7. The final play of the first quarter, 15 seconds on the play clock, 35 seconds left on the game clock. Newton has the ball, screen pass to Hamilton. He is approaching the goal and extends, leaps, and he is in for the touchdown. Donovan Hamilton in for the first time this season. Last year he had 10 receiving touchdowns, 6 to nothing. Hamilton Southeastern. Well, they run a little rocket screen there. They put Hamilton all the way out to the right, and then on the snap he darts inside. He's going to try to catch the screen pass and just bend his body upfield. He he was able to do that, got hit at the goal line, but was able to helicopter in. And I love the play calling by Coach Kelly and his staff. Continuing on here, giving you more score updates in Danville currently leading Greencastle 21-14. DeKalb is up on Angola 20-14. East Central on top of Lawrenceburg, a hefty load of offense all across the state tonight. One of these teams being East Central scoring 42 points, leaving Lawrenceburg with just seven on the board. East Noble Beats Fort Wayne Lures 45 to 7. Eastside defeats Woodland 30 to 20. Fairfield on top of Goshen 29 to 6. And Fishers stumps North Central 44 to nothing. Continuing on here, and one of the highest scoring games in the state right now, the Greenwood Woodmen and the Seymour Owls 51 to 49 in the fourth quarter as they go ahead and pass the century mark. Here we go. Continuing on, Morrisville trying to battle their way back against the Bloomington North Cougars, currently 34 to 22 in the fourth quarter, running out of time. The Whiteland Warriors currently beating the Jefferson Red Devils as they try to make a case in the late stages. 44 to to 20 for the Warriors leading into that one. Ben Davis currently on top of the Moeller Fighting Crusaders 40 to 14. And then Franklin Grizzly blowing it open here in the fourth quarter. It was initially 21 to 3 at the end of the third. Now 41 to 3, adding 20 points on top of the Bulldogs here tonight. It's continuing on with the New Palestine Dragons and the Westfield Shamrocks. Shamrocks beating the Dragons 38 to 14 here in the fourth quarter. Plainfield Quakers currently holding the same lead with the South Vigo Braves, 25 to 13 in the third quarter. As continuing on, the Greenfield Central Cougars in the third quarter, starting right where they left off, 49 to nothing, not allowing anything to the Madison Cubs on the board tonight. Zinesville Eagles up on the Pike Red Devils, 23 to 21. The Pendleton Heights Arabians 
8 to nothing in the third quarter for a defensive game for you. Continuing on with that trend, we look at the Decatur Central Hawks as it's 14 to 3. The Hawks only allowed 3 as Columbus North currently up with 14 in that game. Garen Golden Eagles and the McCutcheon Mavericks. 8-3 to three for our football score for you tonight if you wanted some more defense down the way. And again, Carmel also in the same situation against the Homestead Spartans as it's currently 14-7. to seven. Continuing on with more scores here, the Burbuff Braves and the Bishop Chittard Trojans game finally has just wrapped up. Bishop Chittard 49, Burbuff Braves 23. Rod Colley Royals having a good night themselves as well. 63 total points scored in that contest. Rod Colley, 43. Southport, 20. The Brownsburg Bulldogs against the Bishop Dwenger Saints got a chance to show off their offensive high-power ability tonight. 51-7 in the final. The Danville Warriors, the Green Greencastle Tiger Cubs, of course, wrapping up officially now. Danville wins 21-14. Continuing on here, more with your scores around the area. The Jefferson Broncos with Cathedral Fighting Irish. No contest really by the Broncos. Fighting Irish beat the Broncos 55-14. For Network Indiana, Indiana Sports Talk, I'm Parker Webster. Welcome back, everyone. Let's talk some ball. John Herrick from the ISC Sports Network on the call of North Montgomery's 40-16 to win over North Putnam. John, thanks so much for the call. Great rivalry between these two teams. Uh, this is a, an important ball game, and uh, North Montgomery seems to dominate tonight. Yeah, and, and you know, Bob, it looked like for a second we, we might have a game that would be closer. Uh, but North Montgomery uh, was able to force two fumbles uh, from North Putnam in this game. Uh, North Putnam actually had the ball on the opening drive of the season. They fumble on the first play. North Montgomery takes over. Then they get a touchdown pass and then a two-point conversion to take the 8 nothing lead. And from that point on, mm-hmm. uh, it was just all chargers. Uh, and turnovers really plagued North Putnam. And, and their coaching staff told uh, my partner Chris Walker and I, We've got to take care of the ball if we're going to have a chance. And then you have those two costly fumbles. You have turnovers on downs that ended multiple times drives that where you had uh, 10 plays or more, where you got it into, you know, you got it into North Montgomery territory, weren't able to get touchdowns out of it. Um, but the real story of the game was Ross Dyson, the quarterback for North Montgomery, a senior. Uh, he had four touchdown passes and a touchdown run of 25 yards. Um, Still there, John? you know, is an offense last year that averaged 32 points a game after their 36-7 to loss to North, North Montgomery. But they struggled in that game against North Montgomery, too, and it was the case again this year. And uh, they weren't able to get 16 points, really, until after uh, the running clock was instilled and it was 40 to nothing, and they scored 16 points after that uh, uh, during the mercy roll period, um, which, you know, gave them some confidence. But still, this was, uh, this was North Montgomery's game, really, from the get-go. So go back and tell me more about the uh, North Montgomery quarterbacks outing. Well, he, there were just several uh, nights, uh, nights, several plays where he just escaped pressure, where it looked like he was going to get sacked. And um, mm-hmm. you know, last really last year, it was about him and Austin Sulk, his his tailback, uh, and those two guys were running the football uh, a lot together. Uh, but tonight, he really showed that he was not afraid to extend uh, plays with his legs, but also open up the passing game 
a little bit. Um, you know, Kelby Harwood, he threw a 26-yard touchdown pass to him on the opening drive. Then he throws another touchdown pass to him later in the game. And then there was a, there were a couple of times on third downs where he had big scrambles for 20 yards or more uh, that ignited the crowd, uh, brought the home crowd to its feet. And that's just deflating. I mean, when you're in defense and you've got the opposing team in a third and long and you give up a quarterback scramble like that for – 20 yards or more for a first down, it just it just absolutely kills you. So, but he he was he's been experienced and um, he knows what he's doing out there. So um, you know, and it was and they decided to also have their senior night on the opening night of the of the season. So uh, you're playing with all of that emotion and 13 seniors on their on your roster get honored before the game starts. So that also plays into. Uh, what was a very entertaining, uh, you know, opening round win for North Montgomery? I think that's a. I think that's an interesting move. I think it's great, frankly. Uh, I, I don't know why you necessarily have to wait to the last game to honor your seniors. And uh, and you're right; it does it does provide a list. How did you do? First time out. How did you do? Uh, it was pretty good. Um, luckily for me, I, I started out with a series I've gotten to know pretty well. I've called the I've called this game two of the last three years, and I got to work with a new partner tonight, Chris Walker. Um, and you know we, we were, and and you know there was some controlled chaos. You know at the end of the game, you got freshmen and <laughs> sophomores uh, right, into right. the game on both on both sides. You're like, okay, all right, you know guys that aren't on the depth chart necessarily. So you're, you know you have, and you want to make sure you call their names out because their their parents and grandparents sure. are sitting at home watching, right. and you want to make sure that. You know, you honor the kids. I want to say another thing, Bob. We, you know, we, you and I have talked to the commissioner of the IHSAA about, let's, you know, treating referees well. People were screaming and yelling at the clock operator. Start the clock. Stop the clock. Look, you know, right, listen, right. These people are volunteers. They do this because they love it. <laughs> go, e- go easy on these folks, okay? Right. It's, it, it's week one for everybody. It'll be okay, you know? <laughs> no, no. Listen, people ask me why why I come back from summer hiatus uh, on that uh, opening night, well, the first weekend of August, and high school football is two weeks away just the same thing you know so you push the right buttons say the right things get in rhythm and you know the great thing about sports is everybody's gonna make a mistake i mean everybody's gonna make a mistake and the best part in addition to that is we can all learn from it john herrick one of the best from the isc network has the north montgomery win over north putnam 40 to 16 john Thank you. Great to see you yesterday. Have a great weekend. Thanks for the call. Not a problem, Coach. Thank you. Coming up, guess what? Scoreboard update and more football on Indiana Sports Talk. Continuing on here with more scores and some finals now officially rolling in. Evansville Memorial 30, Jasper 13, your final there. Columbus North and Decatur Central, the Hawks have a comeback down 14 to 3 initially, come back and win 18 to 14 and looked no further but down to Bloomington North an exciting one right now. The Mooresville Pioneers climbing back in the fourth quarter 34 to 29 right now after having thir- after being down 14 in the third quarter. Here they are knocking on the door of Bloomington North. Continuing on now, Ben Davis, the Giants up 40 to 22 against the Moeller 
uh, Fighting Crusaders. Continuing on, we have a final up north and with the Carmel Greyhounds and the Homestead Spartans, a small score on the board for both teams, 14-7. to Pike Red Devils and the Zionsville Eagles finally conclude their matchup. The Zionsville Eagles win 24-21. And in Hamilton Heights, the Huskies start off the season with a win, 26-14 to the LaPel Bulldogs. It's continuing on, the Pendleton Heights Arabians stump the Lebanon Tigers 15-0. Continuing on here, more around our area for scores here. Taking a look at Fishers stumping North Central 44-0. Indianapolis Cathedral 55-14 against Lafayette Jefferson. As we continue with Ron, Indianapolis, Ron Colley, 43, Southport, 20. Lawrence Central beating Indianapolis Tech, 54-0. Enough with the scoring already. Had to shut off the lights early. Linton Stockton, 39, Park Heritage, nothing. For Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk, I'm Parker Webster. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you're with us. Let's talk some ball. John Montgomery from WNDI joins me. John Montgomery's WNDI has been with Indiana Sports Talk our entire 30 years on the air. Tonight he has the call of the Golden Arrows 34-6 win over South Knox, excuse me, North Knox. And John, from the bottom of my heart, I can't thank you enough for being with us from opening night 30 years ago. It's so amazing that, that we are actually talking about 30 years later and still, still the number one show in the state of Indiana. I think that's just awesome. It's awesome to be a part of it. Uh, it's still exciting to be a part of it now as it was then, Bob. And so uh, thank you for that. But it's been a pleasure to be a part of this network. Well, I, I appreciate it. Could not, literally could not have done it without you and some of your colleagues. So thank you very much. You're one of the original eight stations that took a chance on a, a worn-out basketball coach <laughs> with an idea. And so and so it's worked. So the Golden Arrows, uh, pretty impressive tonight over North Knox. You know, Bob, we come into this season after graduating around 20 seniors last year. And so we knew we had some holes to fill with some young kids and and we got out to a little bit of a slow start, and a lot of that because North Knox played really well, and we're you know we're only up seven to six at the half, and really played much better second half offensively, and we got a young sophomore quarterback, and uh, his, his name is Fraker, and he's got a tremendous arm, and he threw four touchdown passes tonight, two of those were 76 yards, and he's got the arm, he's got a, he's a very good athlete. We just got a young offensive line that's getting better all the time. We've got playmakers on our team, Bob, and we showed that in the second half, but mm-hmm. the thing that we were very happy about our defense was really good all night. Looks like it was. Only allowed them in the end zone one time and yes. with a lot of brand new faces, you have to be excited about this. Absolutely because we had a young sophomore making his first start, gets a touchdown reception and then an interception playing defense as a sophomore so i mean it was a big night for him we have a a youngster at place kicking kicked four extra points i mean first time he's had any kind of varsity experience at all young sophomore quarterback throws four touchdowns we score 34 unanswered points against a very veteran team in north knox 
defense forces mm-hmm. three turnovers. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many things that happened that was good tonight. Not that we don't have stuff to work on, but there's nothing like winning on right. opening night, you know. Absolutely. WNDI's John Montgomery on the call of Sullivan's 34-6 win over North Knox. Again, John, thank you so much for all you've done for me and for the network, and uh, I wish you the best. Thanks so much for the call. Thank you, Bob. Our pleasure. Thank you. Chuck Sorrell joins me from South Putnam. Big, overwhelming win tonight over Cloverdale, 69-0 in the final. Chuck, thanks so much for the call. Great offensive performance and a solid defensive performance tonight for your guys. Yeah, Coach, we you know we started off pretty slow on offense. I know it sounds when you score sixty nine points, it doesn't sound like it, but yeah, you know we had yeah. we had two we had two pick sixes tonight. We had a, a punt return for a touchdown. Um, you know, we got off to a little bit of a sloppy start on offense. We snapped the ball over the quarterback's head. Tw- you know, those first game jitters, I guess, and gave caused two turnovers. But uh, you know, we come back and our quarterback, you know, calmed us down. Our junior quarterback Wyatt Mullen calmed us down and. and you know, we got the offense rolling and ended up starting to run the ball well. And, you know, he threw for two, two, two touchdowns and, you know, helped us to a big win to start the season. So, Well, you know what? As a former coach, you always wanted that first ball game. You think you know what you have. You think you understand what you guys are about. You know, it's still early, obviously, but it's great to get that first one. Kids feel good. They'll be excited uh, coming up for practice and looking uh, looking ahead. It's a great way to get started. Yeah, it is, you know, and that's you know that's kind of what we talked about at the end. That, yeah, it gives us a lot of stuff to work on when you you know when you have two turnovers on offense on snaps, and you know we had two or three penalties that we shouldn't have had. It, it just gives us more. You know, we got to focus this week, and we got a bigger, tougher Owen Valley team next week, and you know, we offense has got to be sharp. And you know, but our mm-hmm. defense played lights out tonight. I mean, it's it's been lights out all summer, and. You know, it's hard to run the football on us. And, you know, we get the back end fix and, and slow the passing game down. We got a pretty good chance of having pretty good defense this year. So, South Putnam, 69 nothing winners over Cloverdale. Chuck Sorrell, thanks for the call, Chuck. Good luck next week. Thank you. Go Eagles. Triton Central's number two and 2A tonight. They have a 41-13 win over Cascade. Tim Abel joins us. Tim, thanks for the call. Congratulations on a good win tonight. Great to start the season. Uh, felt real good about overall performance. Still got things to clean up. But uh, we scored uh, 28 points the first half. Had a chance to put 35 on the board. Didn't finish our red zone drive and uh, missed a field goal for a half. So, it didn't like that, how that ended, but uh, Jay Stuckey had uh, five touchdowns, two for 400 yards tonight, and uh, our two running backs, Ray Crawford and, and uh, Braden Wilkins, both had touchdowns, so good night for those guys, and uh, receivers, Mason Compton and Zeke Robertson had really nice nights also, so it's a good good start for us, but we got a long way to go, a good Newcastle club coming to Triton Central next week, we got to be ready for them. Well, you know, everybody's got a long way to go, but uh, I think you like the fact that you have lofty expectations, and tonight your kids responded to that. Yeah, we feel real good about uh, our senior leadership. It's really uh, coming along and become more vocal and, and more uh, assertive and just doing the things that we need in our culture to be successful. And we just got to stay away from the, 
traditional injury bug that seems like uh, gets to small right. schools like ourselves. And if we can do that, good things are going to happen. Sounds to me like uh, you got a great look at it. Tonight, Triton Central, number 2 and 2A, 41-13 winners over Cascade. Thank you so much, Tim Abel. Good luck Thank next you. week. Big win tonight. This is a really, really good game. Uh, Westfield, New Pal. Westfield with the 34-14 win over New Palestine. Westfield's Jake Gilbert joins me. Coach, that's an impressive win over a good opponent tonight. Yeah, I got all the respect in the world for New Pal. Um, they, you know, they kicked our butts a little bit last year, beat us by 14, and uh, really handled us up front and, and got after us a bit and uh, tried to return the favor this year. But I think Kyle Ralph is a fantastic coach. And that's a fantastic program, so mm-hmm. that means it's a fantastic win for the Rocks. <laughs> I couldn't say it any better, actually. You know, these are two programs who have made appearances in state championship games, who've had a great – both of you have had a great run uh, in, in these past four or five years. Uh, things you're saying about Kyle, I think, could be said about you. But you've got a group yeah. that grew up last year, got better and better and better, and I think you, you have to be excited about your football team. Yeah, very much so. So, uh, you know, it was senior night, and our seniors just had great leadership and played well. We we were just really ready to go. I I thought we uh, we defended well and held them out of the end zone the first few quarters and made the plays we needed to play. We had some injuries on the old line. Some guys stepped up and, and, and just played well together mm-hmm. and we overcame some of that. And so I was happy all around. We should be. Who are you playing next week? We are at Lawrence Central at LC. Another It'd test. Would be a great good test. win for the Rocks. Brody Bain was amazing as our kicker and punter tonight. And um, first start for some kids. And like I said, just want to highlight the senior class. They were they were great for us. They were great. Westfield's number seven and six A tonight. Very impressive win over a similarly ranked um, New Palestine team. Thirty four fourteen the final for Westfield. Jake Gilbert, thanks for the call. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next weekend. Thanks, Coach. Bye bye. Thank you. Coming up, we're going to talk with Bill Peebles, the football coach at Cathedral. We got a scoreboard update coming up, so we. We want to talk to Bill Peebles and Paul Condry. It's like a Hall of Fame right there coming up after this scoreboard update on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back for your scoreboard update. I'm Parker Webster here bringing you the scores from the area. Starting off, Danville beating Greencastle 21-14. DeKalb defeated Angola 20-14. East Central taking down Lawrenceburg 42-7 tonight. East Noble Blowing out Fort Wayne Lures 45-7. Eastside taking down Woodland 30-20. Fairfield 29, Goshen 6. Fishers stumping North Central 44 to nothing. Then Indianapolis Cathedral having a big win against Lafayette Jefferson 55 to 14. Indianapolis Ron Colley 43 against Southport's 20 getting the win tonight. 
to start the season 1-0. Lawrence Central 54 shutting out Indianapolis Tech 0 in that contest. Starting off again 1-0 for them. A lot of teams having a lot of big offensive performances leading to their 1-0 tonight. We continue on with higher scores. Linton Stockton 39. Park Heritage nothing on the board tonight for them to pick up a loss to start off the year. Louisville St. Xavier 52. Floyd Central 13. And Madison Grant taking on side try central beating them 58 to 27 mishawaka we heard from them earlier against mishawaka marion their game finishing 44 to 12 with mishawaka beating mishawaka marion 44 to 12 new haven taking down fort wayne northrop 42 to 6 tonight and north montgomery beating north putnam 40 to 16 north vermilion took on north central farmersburg tonight beating them 42 to 22 as for more indiana sports scores updates are coming your way here in this hour for network indiana sports i'm parker webster welcome back this is indiana sports talk brought to you by uh, indiana donor network the uh, Cathedral Irish ranked number three in 6A. Big win tonight over uh, Lafayette Jefferson, 56-14. Cathedral's Bill Peebles joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call, and congratulations on that first win tonight. Thank you so much, Bob. Uh, you know, obviously, week one is, is a big deal, and our goal mm-hmm. every year is mm-hmm. week one. That's it. And you did it, and um, you know all the summer workouts and all the other things. You still don't know what's going on until the kickoff, and the other team smacks you in the head, and then you try to figure out what's going on. And so and you you learn a lot about your guys in a big win like this. It's a, uh, a Lafayette Jeff team can put points on the board. Uh, they're an explosive and dangerous team. So I have to, I think you have to be happy with how your kids played. Hundred percent. You know, our our guys did a great job tonight, um, and we did not. We didn't know how how it was going to go going into the game. Uh, they are very good. They're very well coached. Pat Shanley does a great job. Um, mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. An incredibly good team. They have top ten votes in six A, and our kids responded really well. And obviously, playing at Lucas Oil is is really special. And uh, we kind of had the er- the early game tonight, and so. Um, our, our kids, our kids responded well, um, and we're very happy with the outcome. It always helps too when you have a trigger man, a quarterback like Danny O'Neill. That doesn't hurt anybody at all. D- Danny's pretty good, <laughs> and, and and that's yeah. You know, that's yeah. Now he, here, here's the funny thing: in, in since Danny's been a quarterback, we haven't had very many games where our we've had major rushing yards versus passing yards. We probably had a little bit over 100 yards passing night. We probably had 300 yards rushing tonight. Our right. our rushing game was really good, which is is good for the future and, and and good for where we need where we need to go. You know, obviously our our goals are to to challenge in the playoffs in the we, there is the 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 south um path is is pretty significant with L C L N, um, you know, Brownsburg, uh, Ben mm-hmm, Davis, mm-hmm. Center Grove, Warren. And we're gonna have to have a, a really balanced attack to, to be able to to compete in that level. Well, you got this one. So you're one oh who do you play next week? We we have Brownsburg next week. 
which is a great oh, team. I like it. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and their guys, I mean, they're an excellent program. Uh, last year we split with them. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of like that every week for us. So we're, uh, we're, we're looking forward to, to the challenge and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be tough moving forward. Bill Peebles is the football coach at Cathedral. The Irish are number three and six eight tonight. Very impressive start to their season. They beat Lafayette Jeff fifty six fourteen. Coach, thanks for the call. Good luck next week. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. The legend Paul Condry joins me. He is the best friend football has in the state of Indiana. Hall of Fame broadcaster, the founder. Regional Radio Sports Network, founder and publisher of the Indiana Football Digest, and again, the man who put together the greatest thing ever called the Gritties. Tonight, he has the pin win over Valparaiso, 38-21. Paul, thanks for the call. Big win for the Kingsman tonight. Yeah, it was really interesting ball game, Bob. Uh, game where we saw six lead changes. Uh, we saw Valparaiso uh, score a touchdown in the final play of the first half to take a 14 to 12 lead into the locker room. But in the second half, Ben on the road at Viking Field, where they had lost three straight, uh, come out and just absolutely ran rough shot over the Viking defense and really took advantage of some things. A case in point, Bob, in tonight's game is that uh, Penn had 80 or had eight plays over. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The state championship, Valparaiso, uh, that one of the things that they struggled with was mm-hmm. against big plays. They had 68 plays for 20-plus yards a year ago, and they start off on the wrong foot here tonight at home, giving up some big plays. But the big uh, the big gun tonight for Penn was Noah McCollum, the court, senior quarterback. He was spectacular in running the show for Corey Yeoman, who earned his 199th career win. 436 complete uh, yards for the uh, the Penn Kingsmen compared to 263. It was a relatively clean game in regards to uh, penalties. I thought both teams uh, showed some proficiency. Penn really struggled on special teams, which is a rarity for them, especially uh, having three uh, point after touchdowns being blocked. But it was too mm-hmm. much Valparaiso in the second half as they uh, punched the Vikings out, uh, as they did a year ago. The same thing happened. Uh, it was, I, bl- I believe, it was thirty-five to seven, uh, thirty-five to six a year ago at uh, Free Field, and they take the, the Vikings to school here tonight and uh, start off the season one and zero. They look forward to a renewal of the longtime rivalry with the Mishawaka Cavemen. That game will be uh, an opportunity for Corey Yeoman, the head coach and Hall of Famer, to win his two hundredth win. Bill Marshall will take his uh, team on the road to 59-59 Broadway, and they'll be matched up against the Andron 59ers, the team likewise that saw a team go to the state finals a year ago. So a uh, pretty n- neat night in Valparaiso. Beautiful crowd, beautiful uh, weather. Couldn't ask for anything more for the season opener. 
Paul Condry and I will be with you tomorrow night to recap this first night of high school football. But tonight, the broadcast Hall of Famer has the call of pins. 38-21 win over Valpo. Paul, thanks. Great job as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Ryan Cole joins me from Centerville. Centerville beats Cambridge City Lincoln tonight, 68-8. to Coach, what an explosive offensive attack for you and your guys tonight. Yeah, we had a we had a lot of success on the ground and in the air. Um, it was it was a great first night to kick things off for this season. But wasn't all the offense. We had a defensive touchdown and we had a special teams uh, touchdown. So well rounded, well rounded victory by our guys. I was going to say, I mean, a night like tonight, this is one of those where uh, things you worked on in practice, uh, guys make plays, lots, everybody gets in. Uh, this is just an all-around good night for you. I know you don't anticipate, uh, you know, the point spread and the the margin of victory by any means, but your kids were uh, was clearly focused, and their execution level was extremely high tonight. Yeah, it was, and and we, you know, we talked a lot about executing and being sharp coming out in this first week, and we had too many penalties in the first half, but um, overall, it was it was a clean game by our guys, and just really proud of them. Well, you should be. I mean, here you are, first time out of the box. And, you know, I've said this before, you know, you, you think you have an idea of what your team's about. You know, clearly it's still early, don't have their full personality, so to speak, yet. But you kind of yeah, have a, a general idea. But until the uh, toss it up for real, you don't really know. But uh, now I think you've got a team. I think you realize some of the things you have. You look at it and uh, a, lot of, a lot of positives tonight. And it's still some things to clean up for week number two yep that's right um and we knew we had 17 returning starters so we knew kind of what the makeup of this team was going to be and we got a special senior group so we're excited for the season and um but yeah appreciate it you're welcome centerville tonight 68-8 winners over cambridge city lincoln ryan cole and the coach who are you playing next week uh, next week we are playing Hagerstown at Hagerstown, so it'll be a tough one. And we okay. expect a dog fight yeah. next week. Absolutely. I hope we're talking next weekend, Coach. Thanks so much for the call, and good luck next week. All right. Thanks, Coach. Thank you very much. Coming up, much more football. We have a scoreboard update coming up because, listen, even though we've been on the air 30 years and we're glad, the reason we've been on 30 years is not me. It's the scores. <laughs> and I've known it I've known it from week one. It's not me, it's you want those scores. And they're coming up with Parker Webster on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. On a great evening for the kickoff for high school football season, a nice 67 degrees, comfortable weather for high school football as all the heat was on the gridiron tonight. High scoring all around, everywhere, and inside the state as we had at the Horseshoe Classic take place. Roof was open. The heat was so big and the off- by the offense of the Indianapolis Cathedral scoring 55 beating Lafayette Jeff to just 14. Indianapolis Ron Colley 43, Southport 20. Lawrence Central defeated Indianapolis Tech 54-0. Linton Stockton beat Park Heritage 39-0. Louisville St. Xavier winning 52 against Floyd Central's 13. Madison Grant defeated Tri-Central 58-27. Mishawaka 
Mishawaka beat Mishawaka Marion 44-12. And New Haven defeated Fort Wayne Northrop 42-6. Some more of the area scores happening around the city circle. Carmel Greyhounds beat the Homestead Spartans 14-7 in one of the lower scoring games of this evening. And we have a final on our... 93-5 and 107-5 game of the week. The Hamilton Southeastern Royals defeat the Carroll Chargers 28-14. The Providence Pioneers beat the George Washington Tiger Cubs 56-6. As we continue with North Vermilion beating North Central 42-22. Northwood defeated Jimtown 42-22 as well for back-to-back same scores. Northview taking on Terre Haute North tonight, winning big 48-16. Rochester beating Wabash 56-7 tonight. South Adams defeated defeated Tipton 20-3. And Mooresville falling short to Bloomington North 34-29. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Parker Webster. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Our 30th season on the air. We're glad you're with us. Let's talk some high school football. Culver Academies, 21-14 winners over South Bend Adams tonight. Culver Academies' Andy Dorrell joins me. Andy, thank you for the call. Congratulations on the win. Thank you, Coach, and congratulations to you on 30 years of talking about the best sport in the high school, high school element. All my hair wasn't white, Andy. That's that, that's all. That's all I know. <laughs> it's white now. I mean, it's all white. I mean, and I'm lucky to have at my age. I'm lucky to have the hair I have, but it's white. It's a good win for you. Start out, and you get a one-score win. Uh, you know how it is. That first game, that's an important win for your guys. It is, you know, coming our situation very unique. We don't get our kids in the summer, and they show up about t- uh, t- two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, and uh, we were able to execute well enough to get a good win over a solid John Adams team. So, what's the key in in the win? Obviously, I know you, you know, you, you get the win. What would you have to do to do it? Well, we had to overcome four turnovers on our part. We fumbled the ball twice. Ooh. And, through two interceptions, but we had a non-offensive touchdown with a scoop and score on a fumble, and that was the difference in the ball game. So whenever you Big can get a non-off, yeah, whenever yeah. you get a non-offensive touchdown, you put yourself in a position to be successful. We're able to do that tonight. Well, I think it gives the kids a, a certain sense of uh, what they can do. I mean, they're resilient. You know, they have some. They have a personality to be that way. Uh, clean up some mistakes and continue to play. You can have a good football team. Well, that's what we'd like to think, and uh, we got some work to do, but uh, we're excited to get the win tonight and, and uh, just really proud of uh, how our defense played. We had a big goal line stand before half, and then uh, they had a big stop at the end of the game as well when uh, John Adams was threatening. So uh, it's a good, solid team win tonight. Well, let's brag about some of these guys who played well. Henry Martello is uh, just a fantastic football player. Uh, Henry's a senior for us, and uh, going to have a lot of potential to play at the next level and and um, he probably had three sacks tonight and put pressure on their quarterback all evening and also played uh, right guard for us and just really proud of the way Henry led his teammates, kind of put him on his back a little bit and played great. Um, Kyle Egebratton, uh, our, our H-back, outside linebacker, really played well. Uh, Trey Schumacher, junior for us, had, had the scoop and score for about 65 yards and and uh, just wow. really proud of our young offensive line just stepped up tonight. So uh, it's great to see uh, our seniors uh, lead our younger classmen to uh, believe in themselves and just overcome some of the challenges that we did to our we uh, committed mistakes that we committed. 
Culver Academy, 24-21-14, winners over South Bend Adams. Andy Dorrell, thanks for the call. Good luck next time. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Zach Johnston from WHBU on the call of Eastern Hancock's win, 36-15 over Frankton. Zach, thanks for the call. Good, solid win for Eastern Hancock tonight. It was. It really was. It looked like it was going to be a much closer game at halftime. They were tied 15-15. It seemed like Frankton had the momentum. They had scored twice in less than a minute, uh, including a strip takeaway, like literally standing strip takeaway run to the end zone for a Frankton touchdown by Landon Johnson. But in the second half, Frankton made too many mistakes, and Eastern Hancock took full advantage of it and ran away with the win in the second half. Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you hang on through this uh, scoreboard update? Because I'm, as you're in the biz, you, it's, I need to take a short break. Okay, so hang in there uh, because I want to continue. I want to talk about this game, but we'll do that. And we'll come back. We'll talk with Zach Johnson. We'll talk with David Deaton uh, from WKLO. We have a lot of football to talk about. Keep uh, sending us scores, pictures, videos of your night out at uh, high school football week number one at IND Sports Talk. Hashtag IST. Uh, I've almost forgotten it. I've been off. You know, it's been so long since we played football. So do that for us. Don't forget to join us tomorrow night. Uh, for our Saturday night version of Indiana Sports Talk. And so we can have a little bit of fun doing that. So coming up, short break. We'll come back, talk some more football on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back. This is Indiana Sports Talk. I was talking with Zach Johnston from WHBU before the break. Eastern Hancock beats Franklin 36-15. All right, Zach, it's you and me. Tell me how uh, Eastern Hancock wins this game. So, like I said, tied going into halftime, it seemed like the momentum was kind of on Frankton's side because they had had mm-hmm. a big takeaway. They had had back-to-back drives where they had takeaways, one of them resulting in a score. But in the second half, the sophomore QB for Eastern Hancock, Elijah Eden, just came out and took control of the game. Uh, they scored late in the third quarter, and then they really put a home in the fourth with two scoring drives just over two minutes apart to uh, really seal the deal and give them that 36-15 win over Frankton. It's a great way to start. I mean, seriously. I mean, you, you, you play pretty solid football all night long. You make some plays in the second half. Uh, a lot to be excited about and a lot to, uh, I, I would think, build some momentum with a win like this. Yeah, definitely a big win for Eastern Hancock, especially with that young sophomore quarterback at the helm. Obviously, you don't know sometimes when you got these – Young guys right. in starting at QB, what you're going to get. And I think Easter Hancock has got them a good one. Who else plays well tonight for them? Other guys that played well for them. Uh, got to give a shout-out to uh, Mark Kuby from uh, Eastern Hancock, another sophomore. He had a great night tonight. He had a couple of uh, – he had a touchdown, some big runs for them, especially in that second half, part of that takeover of the game some big plays for them. So uh, I think Mark Cuby deserves a shout-out as well for the effort he put forth tonight. Sounds like a solid sophomore class. Am I missing this? No, it seems like they've got a solid uh, solid base to build on in the future for uh, Eastern Hancock. And Frankton, they made a good accounting of themselves. You know, it, Like I said, they made some mistakes. Right. But overall, I mean, they've got a sophomore quarterback as well. And 
Ethan Stansberry, he did all right tonight. Uh, There's a lot of other things outside of his control that didn't quite go the Eagles' way against Eastern Hancock tonight. Chuck, excuse me, Zach Johnston from WHBU. Zach, thank you for calling. I really appreciate it. Eastern Hancock beats Frankton tonight, 36-15. Zach, again, thank you. We'll talk to you next week, I hope, and have a great week. I appreciate it. You know, earlier tonight you had the guy that's been on since day one, and I think this is my first time calling in. And uh, as cliche as it sounds, long-time listener, first-time caller, but hopefully not the last. <laughs> no, I, I hope so. I, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Thank you so Thank you. much. Coming up, we're going to have a another top-of-the-hour scoreboard update. You get five minutes of scores. Uh, and it is year number 30. <laughs> I don't know where the – I seriously do not know where the time went. I just know um, – I'm excited. I'm having as much fun as I've had. Just love to talk about ball on a weekend night because I know how important it is to people. Short break. We'll come back at the top of the hour. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.